Welcome back to the Endure It podcast. I am your host, Rachel Thomas. Happy Thanksgiving, everybody. We are in full swing turkey week. I cannot believe it this year, even though it's been full of many, many struggles and required a lot of enduring, the year still has gone by very quickly. Hopefully most of you are preparing and getting ready to eat some sort of a Thanksgiving meal maybe spending some sort of time with family or friends, breaking out the board games. I know at our house we love to play cards or play apples to apples or craniums, another one of our favorites. We just enjoy gathering around the table and playing games and laughing and having fun and just forgetting about whatever else is going on in the world or in our home. But it's definitely the season to be thankful. We have so much to be thankful for. I'm even thankful for my trials because I believe by faith that our trials produce something good within us, within someone around us. Some way, somehow, it brings about something good. And I don't always have the right focal point. I miss the mark quite a bit. But I do just try to speak out loud and train my own mind that even though this is not fun, even though this is suffering that I've never imagined, even though this is not what I would have chosen, this is producing something good, and God is in control of my life. You know, sometimes we find ourselves in a situation where we have nothing to lean on but the scriptures. We don't feel him. We don't see him. We don't hear from him. You just go through this dry period, and we have to discipline our bodies to read the scriptures and believe that he never leaves or forsakes us, even though sometimes it, it, for us in our carnality, it can feel like it. We have to rely on those scriptures, that they are the ultimate truth. No matter what we're feeling, thinking, or seeing, we can count on those scriptures. We can depend on them. We can crash on them when we need to and hold on to them because his beautiful scriptures are life to our weary, dry, dead soul. So I don't know about you, but I've experienced that this past week. This past week was rough, and I actually had a mild vertigo episode. And you know, the first thing I did when that started happening, and I knew what was in front of me, what I was fixing to have to walk through, I immediately start texting people that I know are prayer warriors. And I text the group at my church, the prayer group, and I let them know, hey, this is what's going on. Because I believe in the power of prayer. I believe that when we recruit other warriors to come along beside us, you know, we're two or more gathered together, Christ is in the mix. And I just immediately start sending out a message. Hey, I need prayer. I need you to stand in the gap for me. I need you to call out my name right now and just pray this thing down. <laughs> it reminded me of the story of Esther when Haman, you know, set out to destroy the Jews for no good reason, convinced the king to make a decree and seal it with his ring to destroy the Jews. Esther finds out. Esther begins to fast and pray and have people pray and fast with her. She recruits people. And, you know, Haman is removed from the scenario. He's exposed. And Esther's able to go to the king and say, hey, these are my people. Even though that decree could not be reversed, the king allowed the Jews to fight back and at least defend themselves from being destroyed. And I just, that's the, the scriptures that I feel like he gave me last week to get me through, to comfort me. You know, even though this vertigo attack had to happen, even though this vertigo attack 
had to happen by recruiting people to pray and and come alongside me. It wasn't as bad as it has been before. I actually did not get to the point of puking, which is huge to me because that's the worst part. Um, And it only lasted maybe two hours. And so that was miraculous. Sometimes things happen. Sometimes we, we have to walk through something. Even in that, God still shows us mercy and grace. And I feel like the blow was lessened due to people praying. I just want to say that I, I live on prayers. I'm living on prayers. You can, praying is such a powerful force and it's so encouraging and it's so life-changing. I think if we really knew the effect that we have in this world by simply praying, if we truly understood the effect of what happens when we pray, we would pray more. We would be more dedicated to spending time in prayer because we would see the effect and go, wow, my little humble prayer actually produces something. My prayer actually prevented this from happening or my prayer changed the course of this. God has given us that privilege to pray and communicate with him. So I'm thankful this week. I'm thankful every day that I know people that know how to pray. I know people who are passionate about going to the Lord in prayer for others and and interceding to change circumstances. So I just wanted to share that little story with you that it was a rough week, but it wasn't, even though it was allowed to happen, it wasn't as rough as it could have been. And that's good news to me. I'll, I'll take that. Hopefully some of you have signed up for some sort of a turkey trot. I know those are extremely popular for Thanksgiving. Like That's like one of the biggest days of the year that they have the most participants turn out for a 5K or a 10K or a half marathon is on Thanksgiving. And I've enjoyed going to a turkey trot every single Thanksgiving for the last probably 10 years. Last year, Zach and I did the turkey trot here locally. We did a four-mile walk. And it's it's so much fun. The environment is just so... um, funny. People dress up as turkeys and wear silly costumes that are just, it's great. Zach and I try to throw something together, some some sort of turkey attire, but it's just fun to get out there and get early, you know, get up early and go exercise and burn your calories so that way when you're eating two or three pieces of pie later, you don't feel as guilty because you've already burnt about 400 calories. <laughs> we We signed up for a virtual one this year. So we're probably going to just do that in our neighborhood together early tomorrow morning. Throw on some sort of turkey something and head out and do get some miles in. But it's a lot of fun. It, it gets you in the holiday spirit and it just, once again, takes your mind off of everything going on around us. It's a lot of fun. I am happy to announce that I did finish my Revelation Wellness Instructor Training Certification last week. That required us to complete an exam, and we had to submit a teaching video of 10 minutes, teaching an aerobic class or choreographed class, and I was able to submit that, and I got my final certificate, so I'm super thrilled that God gave me the grace to accomplish accomplish something in the midst of difficulty. I didn't want to just lay around and, and have nothing to focus on, so I really really 
think the Lord gave me this opportunity to just challenge my mind and, and have a focal point. And I'm so excited to say that it's completed. I passed with an A plus. Woohoo! And so uh, the next thing I'm looking at is getting CPR first aid certified, of course, and then um, completing my ACE instructor certification as well. So hopefully within the next couple months, those will be done. I'm super excited to get out in the community and just allow the Lord to do what I feel like he's been calling me to do for years. So I'm super excited about that. And I'm thankful for that opportunity that the Lord allowed me to walk through. And my house right now smells like delicious food is being prepared in the kitchen. I'm in the closet podcasting, talking with you. Zach is going to be cooking three turkeys, I think. he's He actually likes to cook two of them on the barbecue pit. So we're going to have two on the pit, one in the stove. Trinity's baking some gluten-free cookies. Cheyenne's making some sort of pumpkin chocolate brownie. Sounds delicious. I'm struggling a bit because Thanksgiving is going to look completely different for me this year. Just with all the um, food allergy tests that I've had done. It's going to look a little different, and I'm having to adjust, and I'm, uh, I'm not there yet. I'm still struggling with this, this food adjustment thing, so keep me in your prayers if you think about it. It's, it's a big adjustment. So I did have an appointment last week with my functional medicine doctor, and she had ran some tests on other food sensitivities outside of gluten. Because I'd mentioned before that I have gluten sensitivities I learned last week, and I wanted to share this with you guys. This is a health tip of the day. I used to get really bad stomach pain and spazzing in my esophagus and just pain. Not really indigestion, but pain, spazzing, uncomfortableness, where I'd have to put like a warm sock on my, the top of my stomach. And I had seen a gastro doctor, and they you know, thought, well, you probably have Barrett's esophagus. They wanted me to do a barium swallow and do some other type of test to see what was causing the spasms. And I started to do the barium swallow, and then I just something just told me to just kind of delay. You know how you have that gut feeling. I scheduled it, and then I went ahead and canceled it. I was like, I'm going to wait and see what the functional medicine doctor says about this. So visiting with her last week, going over the results of the food sensitivity test that she did, she mentioned that... Gluten sensitivities can cause, because of the way your body reacts to these foods that it, it doesn't like, you can have different types of reactions, such as anaphylactic shock, which I've never had, thank goodness. Other reactions would be, it would affect all the wet areas of your body, so your nose, your eyes, your mouth, your respiratory tract, your esophagus, it would affect those areas. So she asked me if I'd ever heard of Barrett's esophagus, and I said yes. And she said, yeah, a lot of people eat foods that are that they're sensitive to and they don't know it. And it can affect the esophagus and the top of the stomach. And it can mimic symptoms of Barrett's esophagus. So my mind, my mind was blown because that's what they thought I had. But I've noticed since I've removed gluten from my diet and changing up things that my esophagus and my stomach has not been spazzing or hurting like it had been. So to me, that just made perfect sense. You know, something that was once a mystery, like, why is this happening to me? 
I don't eat fried foods. I, I try to eat a healthy diet. Why would I be having Barrett's esophagus? Um, it made sense that it's the gluten that's irritating my body. So it is good that I am not eating gluten. It's just still <laughs> the withdrawal process. And she did inform me that people who go off of gluten, they actually experience withdrawals. There is actually a component of the gluten that is somehow related to opiate drugs. I, I could get into the brainy stuff, but it's, it's very confusing or it's very complicated. She explained it to me, but the moral of the story is it affects the brain kind of as the same form as an opiate drug would. So some people actually crave things that have gluten, pizzas and carb type foods. So she warned me, you will go through withdrawals, you know, coming off of gluten and changing your diet, which to me, that's a no brainer. You know, you're drastically changing what you're eating. That was pretty bad for the first week for sure. And then there's still days now where it's bad. I just, I just want the freedom of eating what I want to eat and it's just not there. So I just need to lay it at the cross, <laughs> give it to Jesus and just quit because I give myself a hard time. We, we did go over the food sensitivity, uh, reports and I have to laugh because you know like I've said before the gluten was a big deal and when she went over this report with me last week I literally cracked up laughing for about 10 minutes because she informed me that I'm sensitive to I have a sensitivity to chicken and beef <laughs> and so I'm just looking at her like what am I supposed to eat? <laughs> what does this leave? Grass and chips? I mean, <laughs> how am I going to live off this? So I was informed, yes, that I have to remove beef and chicken from my diet for now. And hopefully within an, a year, <laughs> it's just, hopefully within a year we can get back to beef and chicken. But I literally eat chicken all the time. Beef, every now and then, I do enjoy beef. It's just not something I've eaten a lot of. But the chicken, <laughs> that's a tough one. So my new meats are pork and turkey. And I don't, I'm not a big pork eater, but <laughs> my sweet husband, <laughs> when I came in and told him what the new report showed, his jaw just fell open like, you've got to be kidding me. So he, that same day, he made a trip to one of the meat markets near us that has really good food, really good meats. And he bought me some marinated pork chops. <laughs> so he really tried hard to do damage control to just kind of lighten the blow because I'm just sitting there going, oh my gosh, I'm overwhelmed right now because this is, this is tough. This is tough. There's a few more tests that she's running, not food sensitivities, because at this point, I just don't want to know what else I'm sensitive to. I just don't want to know. But I share all this not to bring attention to myself and make this podcast about Rachel Thomas. I do want to share my story and I share these things because maybe just maybe somebody is dealing with some of these symptoms or somebody has stomach pain or esophagus pain. I'm just throwing out other ideas. I'm just sharing my story. I'm not a doctor. But I'm just sharing some tips. This is what they thought it was, and this is what it actually was. I'm thankful for my functional medicine doctor because she has ran tests that no one else has ran. 
and we've learned a lot and we've seen we've seen these decisions based off these tests that we've made have a direct impact on symptoms and side effects and things like that. So my theory is you just got to laugh to keep from crying because it can be just so, wow, just so overwhelming, but that's okay. I've, I've talked to several people that have had gluten sensitivities and, and had all these stomach issues and gastro once they were tested for gluten and found out they had sensitivities and changed their diets six months to a year later they were feeling so much better and someone actually just shared that with me this past weekend she said once you've been off gluten for almost a year you're gonna feel so much better i'm i'm anticipating good things but it it's going to require some enduring it's going to require eyes on the prize focus on the end result because it's not a snap of a finger cure and I wish it was, but it's just not. And really nothing in my story has been. It's all been, it's all required walking it out, being patient, and just enduring it. Not going to keep you too long today. Enjoy the rest of this week. Thank the Lord for every good and bad thing that we have. Every situation, just give God the glory. Just get lost in worship. Get in that tent of meeting. Get alone with him and pour your love on Jesus. Because at the end of the day, he is all we have. At the end of the day, he is the only guaranteed thing that we have in this life. And I want to share a scripture with you. It's a short one. It's in Jude. It's Jude 1 verse 24. It says, Now to him who is able to keep you from stumbling and to present you blameless before the presence of his glory with great joy to the only God, our Savior, through Jesus Christ, our Lord, be glory, majesty, dominion, and authority before all time and now and forever. Amen. Be encouraged with this treasure, this scripture right here, this, this diamond that he gives us. That our God, our Jesus, that we profess, will present us to the Father. He will present you. He will be full of joy over you. And he will proudly present you to God, our Father. What a beautiful picture. That is our hope. That is our hope. One day. One day soon, sooner than we think, we will be made complete in him. He'll perfect everything. And all of our momentary struggles, all of our momentary trials will fade in comparison to his glory. I cannot wait. So keep your sights on heaven. So much happens on this planet that keeps our vision here. It keeps our sights here. It keeps our attention here. But just remember, heaven, heaven is our home. Heaven is our home. And we will have a perfect family. So enjoy your Thanksgiving tomorrow. Enjoy being around whoever or whatever or wherever you will be. Be thankful and just know we're passing through this life. This ain't permanent. It's not permanent. We're passing through. And we will see his face. Right, check us out on the website. 
www.enduritpodcast.com. We do have some pretty neat merchandise on there. Check it out. Give us a shout out on Facebook. And we're also on Instagram as Endurit Podcast. Until next time, guys, we will talk soon.